You're listening to NFT 365, the first daily podcast on NFTs with your host, Fanzo, talking crypto, blockchain, Web3, non-fungible tokens, metaverse, and... What the f*** is a non-fungible token? We'll get to that. It's time for today's episode of NFT 365, the only daily NFT podcast minting an NFT every day for 365 days. Powered by the ADHD coin at Rally.io, here's your host and digital futurist, the ADHD superpowered Brian Fenzo. This show is not financial advice, so do your own damn research. Uh, up front was $100 on one of, of the, the sales. Uh, and then he kind of put them all together in this NFT package. He sold the first part for uh, $24 million. And the second one is the one that most people were familiar with, where he sold it for over $63 million in the Sotheby's auction. Um, and it was, the, it's the, it was the mosaic collection of all 1,000 of his pieces into one giant NFT. And I was sitting in the, uh, the audience for the, the rollout of his documentary um, in New York City uh, the first week of November. And it hit me that I said, you know, what is the impact I can make? What is the, the way that I can make a difference in this um, in this industry? Because I I truly I've been talking blockchain since 2013, but not really crypto and not NFTs until about a year ago. But I've been really focused on what the blockchain can enable. And, and so for me, as someone that's an early adopter on a lot of platforms, I, I was asking myself, like, where can I help others kind of see the light, but also not have to put money up because, you know, I am a, I'm someone that loves change and I love helping people see change. And I think the more variables that we put into place, the more difficult that change can become. And of course, if you throw financial aspects in there, well, that's a whole nother level. And so the idea came to me and said, why don't I, I do a podcast episode every single day for a year? And then on top of it, why not do something a little even uh, more advanced I'm going to buy an NFT every single day for 365 days. And in, with inspiration from people, I'm going to take all 365 of them, create one mosaic that will include the rights to all 365 NFTs. And I'm going to sell that um, uh, you know, on November 11th, 2022, which is, I'm a numbers guy. So it's 11, 11, 22, uh, which I think is kind of a, a cool little aspect there. And so this is, this is day number 27th. So we're buying our 27th NFT today. We are, um, we are, we are going to do record. This is uh, episode uh, 27 of the podcast. And I've really focused on a kind of a wide variety of topics um, for the show. It's kind of nice with having, uh, <laughs> having a, uh, you know, a podcast that is daily at first scares me. Actually, not at first. It still scares me right now. But uh, because consistency is always something that's been hard for me, although I've launched, you know, five podcasts with well over uh, a thousand um, you know, episodes across the board. Um, one of the things that had always kind of uh, overwhelmed me was the consistency element. And I figured, well, this one's really going to push my consistency level because not only am I, uh, am I doing these podcasts every day, but I'm also buying the NFTs. Uh, and it's been a lot of fun because I could talk about a wide range of things. So on this podcast, we've talked about everything from security to mindset to what is the difference on the different blockchains, even what the hell is an NFT. Uh, and then we, the last two episodes I talked about, uh, the idea of the last two episodes was really just the concept that, you know, what is it if we're, we're looking to, you know, okay, because I'm buying NFTs before they launch, right? There's a difference between buying it before they launch 
or investing in a project that is already kind of experienced. And so the last episode was actually me sharing nine of the NFTs that I believe are fairly well experienced. And I believe the price point that they are at right now is uh, at a very like affordable, but also very, uh, it's going to go up. And, I, and I, I'm a member of seven of those communities. I hold seven of the NFTs that I talked about. Um, and two of them, uh, V Friends, Gary Vaynerchuk's uh, NFT. And then of course, um, the Lazy Lions NFT, which is one that is on my radar for hopefully that I will be getting uh, very soon. So that was the last episode. So on this episode, I wanted to, I wanted to kind of attack this from the standpoint of once you got an NFT, so let's say once you've bought an NFT, or maybe you were gifted one for Christmas time, or maybe, just maybe, as a listener to this podcast, you had decided to purchase one of the 365 um, uh, superfan NFTs that we have, or even maybe even better yet, you purchase one of the 22 uh, founders uh, NFT p- uh, passes, well, then you're going to have this NFT. And the, the question I'm going to answer on this episode of this show is what do I do now? Now that you have this NFT, like what does that even mean? And like, how do I resell it? And is it in my wallet? Does that mean I own it? Like, where do I look at it in my wallet? And how does all that work? So I'm going to kind of talk through that, but I will share, I kind of got um, some really cool news and information, I guess, or uh, kind of breaking news that you guys will hear. uh, You know, I'm recording this live here in Clubhouse. So shout out to those that are here listening in Clubhouse. Um, The while I was in the last room I was in, I was in a room with uh, Gary Henderson, who's going to join us, um, maybe not next episode, but the following episode. And we're going to talk about some of the tokenomics that he is rolling out with his um, giraffe towers. And we're going to kind of break break down um, what he's doing over there. But during his room, I got a uh, an email from Rally, which of course, Rally is the side chain that, uh, that it hosts our ADHD coin, and they let me know that I could check out the landing page for our NFT project. So super excited. I can tell you it looks freaking awesome. We have um, we have a, a holding graphic that will be, it's actually a 3D rendered holding um, uh, you know, video that you guys will see, which will be the NFT that people will buy this weekend. And then we will do the reveal um, in a date. Uh, remember, I like to play with numbers. So for those of you that, I know a lot of you in, my, in the Discord love to try to guess what things are going to happen or why I throw out certain numbers. Um, I will promise you the number that, that we're going to uh reveal the art for everyone will be a, you know, another date on the calendar that kind of makes um, some sense in that, in that way. But I, I couldn't be more excited. I've been, I've been planning this, the, the, I, this whole NFT rollout with a kind of a, a super fan, uh, you know, let's just say a, a thousand true fan kind of view for well over nine months. And today is the day that kind of I feel like we're, we're there, right, at the, this part where I get to email everybody that's on the whitelist. Uh, I get to post in the Discord where people get to see some of the pictures of these NFTs for the first time. Um, and then, the, you know, the bigger part of this is that, you know, I've decided, you know, I'm a big believer in community and I wanted to put my money where my mouth was, literally. And I'm giving up 52% of the revenue for this project for those that hold my NFTs, so if you purchase one of the 365 NFTs, that entire group is going to divide 30% of the total revenue of what we sell next November. 
Uh, and then if you own a founder's NFT, which will there'll be only 22 of those, uh, and remember the numbers, right? We have 22 where, you know, that number is an important one for, you know, 11, 11, 22 of next year is when we will sell the mosaic. Um, and that one for each holder of the founder's pass, they will get 1% each of the revenue. So 52% um, will be given out to my community. Those that are, uh, and I, I don't even like saying my community, to, to this amazing community um, that, you know, that are being a part of this. And of course, you can hold ADHD coin or you could just jump in the Discord. It doesn't cost, you don't have to have any coins to join uh, our Discord over there at, you know, discord.gg slash ADHD coin. But, you know, the, for me, part of this whole, and it kind of ties perfectly into this topic, part of the whole, the idea I look at NFTs, right? NFTs can, can be artwork just like traditional artwork. But the beauty of it is that it helps remove the starving from the starving artist. Let me give you an example of that. You know, for our project, Mint 365, we've minted now 26 NFTs. And of the 26, three of them are just art pieces. There are no, there's no utility underneath, no, um, you know, additional, uh, you know, contracts and things that you have to do. There's no gamification. It's just this amazing art. But what is the difference between buying this NFT art versus just buying a, a, a piece of artwork that you would hang in your house? And I think this is an important thing for us to think about. So we purchased this art and then we're going to sell that NFT next year in November. Whatever we sell that NFT for. So for one of them, we bought it for one Solano, which was about three Solana, uh, which was about $320 US. Let's say we sell that NFT, just the art one, right? There's no underlying contract or utility. We sell that for, let's say, $1,000. Now, traditional art, I bought the art for $300. The the artist got their $300 profit, and then I get to go sell it for $1,000 to someone else that likes it. The artist doesn't even know that I sold it. But the NFT version of art, when I sell that NFT a year from now for $1,000, it is written into the contract that 10% of the revenue of that sale automatically goes to the creator, to the artist. I cannot change that. I cannot manipulate that. If I want to transfer ownership of it, no matter what, the creator, the original creator, because it is on the blockchain, um, gets the percentage of that revenue. Just think about that from the idea, I keep saying, removing the starving from the starving artist, because now the artist will be able to get a percentage on everything, every sale of everything they've done, which they should have been getting this whole time. But there was really no way of tracking that or automating that or making that happen. I mean, Gary Vaynerchuk just shared on his TikTok yesterday that right now he is making almost a million dollars a day off of the creator percentage that he gets for V friends. Now, Gary is the exception for the role. You know, his project is massive and I don't always use Gary as an example because, you know, Gary is a, well, there's only one Gary and he's a one, uh, he's a massive machine. Uh, and I, you know, thankful for his friendship and his guidance and, and that side, but just the idea that he, he is not doing anything new. He's not launching anything new, but from people selling the, the NFTs that he launched back in March. And just for, for you guys, just to remember this, it took 12 days for that project to sell out. Even for Gary Vaynerchuk, it took 12 days for that project to sell out. But of course it was before any of us really understood this utility and a lot of the dynamics that were, that Gary was offering under there. And so he's making a million dollars a day off of the sales. And so when I think of, when we think about NFTs and the, the answer now to this question of, okay, I bought an NFT or someone gifted me an NFT, what do I do now? 
what I'm going to tell you is it a lot of it's going to depend on where the NFT was purchased at in general. I'm going to give you I'm going to give you a couple examples, right? So I signed up for um, the Spider-Man AMC premiere. So I'm going to get an AMC NFT um, next Thursday when the Spider-Man movie comes out. Um, I bought a NFL for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I bought one of their NFTs during the Thanksgiving game. Um, and that is on um, the, uh, it is on the, I think through the Dapper Labs, but it's on, a, it's on another uh, blockchain. Um, and then I've purchased now well over 200 NFTs um, that are on the Ethereum blockchain, which I can view on OpenSea. And then I have about 30 or so NFTs that are on Solano and a couple that are on uh, Cardano. I have five that are on Matrix. Um, and these are all the ones off the top of my head. I'm not even looking at anything. So I'm, I'm, and I'm saying all of that because here's the thing that we have to think about when we hold an NFT. An NFT's value is really only determined or only only exists if other people want what you have and if there is a limit limited supply or even maybe one of one of what you have. And the reason that it matters where the actual NFT is sitting is because it matters on how you're actually marketing it. Now, for those that are right now purchasing their NFTs on Ethereum, it is without question where I, I look at it like 90% of the attention right now in the NFT market is on is in Ethereum. It's almost like podcasting, right? Like 90% of podcasts are listened to on Apple, um, Apple podcast players, 10% are on others. Right now, about 90% of NFTs are on the Ethereum network, uh, about 10% are others. Now, the Ethereum network has a lot of bad components to it. One of the, the worst one being the transaction fee, which is called gas, is extremely high. Uh, you know, there, there was an NFT I bought the other day that actually I paid more money for the transaction fee than I did for the actual NFT. Yet, when I buy an NFT on Solano, I barely pay a dollar. And so there is some of these things, these trade-offs now, Solano is slow versus Ethereum being fast, but I'm not getting into that. But the reason that this is important in the marketplace is that here's what here's the example. My Pittsburgh Steelers NFT, when I bought it, I bought it for $200 US. You, you purchased it actually with um, fiat or my credit card. So I purchased it on their little marketplace their, their, during the, the Thanksgiving game. And then I realized quickly that there was only 125 of them for the whole season. And I realized that the next cheapest one available was $600. So I purchased a second one for $600. Well, within about half hour, that bottom, the bottom one for sale on the NFL website was $1,000. Now, it's been a couple weeks since Thanksgiving. I went to the website today, and it is still $1,000. Because most people that have owned and bought one of those NFTs from the NFL, this is my assumption, I don't, I'm not guaranteeing this, but a lot of people was either their first NFT or I will guarantee this, it was their very first NFL NFT and they probably will forget that it even exists over there or they didn't put it up for sale or they're not looking to buy one because they're not aware of it until Sunday or even Thursday night. My Steelers play on Thursday night this week till the football game goes on. So if I want to sell that those Steelers NFTs that I bought, right? I bought one, I believe, for two hundred and one for six hundred dollars. I have one listed right now for a thousand dollars, and I have one listed for nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine dollars. Um, and those are both kind of strategic, and they're on that marketplace that exists for the NFL. But I have zero like belief that they will sell until one of the till the NFTs are mentioned during another main time main TV broadcast, just because no one's gonna be playing there.
The difference between that and OpenSea, where I have over 200 NFTs, is right now if I opened up OpenSea, the amount of traffic that the amount of attention that is going on there, right? This is like Amazon, right? Like if you think about it, like if you are if you if you're selling merchandise on your own website, the only people that are buying that merchandise are people that either Googled your website or they visit your website regularly, right? The people that are finding stuff on Amazon are on Amazon looking all day long or the first results in Google are going to be Amazon. Well, right now, that is what OpenSea is for NFTs that are on the Ethereum blockchain and in using you know, um, Ether uh, crypto. And what is interesting on that is like, you know, I'm looking right now at like the, the traffic and like the total volume of sales um, that are happening over here on OpenSea and it is massive. And I will tell you like of my, on my collection um, of, you know, of about 200 plus NFTs, I have about uh, 10% of them that are for sale right now. So um, some of them are set to buy now, which I set the price, but I set the price in in Ether, right? And I said, I, this is going to cost 0.5 ETH. Now, ETH has been going down recently. So even though I listed it at 0.5 ETH and 0.5 ETH when I listed it was $2,900, right now 0.5 ETH I believe is about $2,200. So although I listed it when it was $700 more, because the, the, the value of ETH, which is what we're selling it in, has decreased, so has the asking price that I have for the NFT. So that's something to think about, consider, right? And then you also have the ability to turn on like the auction uh, uh, where you can set a baseline price, kind of like eBay was back in the day. Shout out to my fellow pager wearing millennials that understand, you know, selling things on eBay. Uh, this is even before Craigslist and uh, before, you know, Etsy and all these other markets that are out there. And, you know, we just had, we just, you know, I was, I was hawking, I was selling some old, uh, uh, some old Steeler jerseys. I think I, I sold a weight bench on eBay. I've sold, sold come some good things on eBay. But you can actually set up your NFT in the auction format that says, for this 30-day period, I want to put my NFT up for auction, but I don't want it to be closed for sale unless it reaches this price. Once it goes over that price, whoever buy, whoever has the highest bid um, at, at that point, um, you know, you know, is gets the actual, um, you know, actual uh, NFT at the the closing date. Now, you can also set kind of like a sliding scale, and that's kind of my current favorite, is that when I'm selling an NFT, I only ever post it for three days for sale because I do not know, um, I don't know what the price of Ether is going to change or how that's going to work. And so because of that, I don't want to put a sale for a month and all of a sudden ETH goes way down and, and what I thought I was going to make on something is now going to change and I'm I'm now going to make a whole lot of less money. And so those are like just for me, those are things that I kind of factor in um, to this idea of, of selling. Now, with this whole concept, where I want to take this, just the conversation to for a minute is that when you own an NFT, when you have it in your wallet, other than the art, you, the art uh, example that I gave at the beginning of, the, of this episode, the idea that holding the NFT, it should ultimately unlock additional things for you to actually be able to take advantage of, right? Being able to leverage. And I want to use an example of one of the projects that I was really excited about that we got into on, um, on our project for Mint 365. And for Mint 365, we got in on the Coalition Crew NFT. And this is a cool NFT. Um, the, the team is, I, I've been a fan of it for a, a good while, been tracking it. Um, we're going to be able to, uh, 
raise money to adopt um, cheetahs to protect them in the wild and being an endangered species. But it's that that's not the I mean, that's a beautiful component. But there's the other part of it is by simply holding this NFT, I get access to the Game Changers Academy, which is a a, a you know a academy that the founder of the coalition crew, Peter, r- has run for many many years. He has you know world renowned speakers that are a part of it. It's a very entrepreneur community. By simply holding that NFT, I get access to this Game Changers Academy. The thing about it is, the minute I sell that NFT, my access to that academy goes away. So what we have to start doing and thinking about as we look at this, you know, where NFTs are, when you ask yourself, okay, I bought an NFT, now what? The now what isn't how do I sell it? How do I flip it? How do I make money? The now what needs to be, okay, what are what is the what are the benefits? What is the utility? And and we in the NFT space, we call the benefits really utility. And then we have you know, a roadmap, which you know is nothing new. Every startup in the world had a roadmap. But a roadmap is a project saying, hey, when we reach this point, this is what we're going to do next. When we reach this point, this is what we're going to do from here. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share with you real quick that the roadmap for this project that I just mentioned. So, uh, th- And this one is the uh, coalition crew. The cool part about this one, I'm not paid to uh, promote this at all. Um, I purchased them. Uh, I didn't have a, even an early access pass. I purchased one for the Mint 365 project, and then I purchased one uh, for myself because I'm, I'm a big fan of the project. So uh, the, the project itself, they minted uh, 1,010 of them this month, and then they're going to mint 6,070 of them in January. So if this project sounds attractive to you, check out the show notes, and I'll, uh, I'll make sure you guys have the, the link, um, and you could think about you know, making sure that you have uh, the right amount of ETH uh, ready whenever they announce the date that they're going to sell the, the rest of these um, in, uh, you know, in January. But what is neat about this from a standpoint of, you know, I'm on the website, I'm looking at the project, and it shows you because you have this NFT, you get access to this millionaire guest speakers that arrive through this community. And it says some of the speakers are the names of Gary Vaynerchuk, David Goggins, Mel, Ro- Mel Robbins, Eric Thomas, Ty Lopez. And it says, you know, this is, a, you get access to an exclusive live networking events. But then if we scroll down a little bit, there's also a roadmap, right? This roadmap of, you know, what is going to happen next or what are the things that we are going to be, um, you know, get by being a part of this. And it says, you know, your token will also double as a ticket to our live and in-person networking events. Costs for these run between $2,000 and $24,000. If you happen to hold a rare cheetah, you'll even get VIP access to these events. So now that question of, okay, Brian, I bought a cheetah, now what? I could, if I go, I look, I can go look right now on OpenSea. I bought the cheetah for 0.1 ETH is what, um, is what the price was. Uh, and right now they're for sale for 0.12 ETH. Uh, at the moment, so technically, I, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a, a profit because you have to factor in some gas fees and stuff there. But let's say right now, if that was 0.2 ETH, I could sell that that NFT that I bought and just about double my money. But the things that I would lose on would I would lose access to that Game Changers Academy online. 
I would lose access to this free um, ticket to the offline events. I would lose the ability to be have my name as one of the people that were you know contributing towards rescuing uh, the cheetahs that, that as part of his you know, the social good aspect of this project. And so those are the things we have to factor in when we're when we're thinking about you know selling an NFT. Now here's the the magic to all of this. Before you ever buy an NFT, if you've listened to any of my podcast episodes, I am spending well over four hours per NFT that we're minting just researching that NFT that we we select. So in some case, actually for the NFT that we're doing today, it was about 10 hours worth of research across three projects that I was considering. And I wanted to do diligence on all three of them that we're minting today before selecting the one that I wanted. And the question that many of you are asking is like, well, first of all, like, Brian, how the hell are you doing that? Um, I didn't sleep last night. And like, legitimately, I, I did not sleep last night. Uh, thank God for uh, Adderall. But um, I know that's not healthy and I'm not promoting not sleeping and I'm not promoting you know, drug use. It's my Adderall works for me. Um, this is That's why this show is super powered by the ADHD coin. But the, the reason that I'm spending all that time researching is to answer all of the questions that I just asked you to ask yourself. Because I remember when I got my first NFT. I, I bought an NFT. It was someone, um, it was actually a friend, Kat Cole. Uh, many on Clubhouse know Kat Cole. Uh, she's this amazing businesswoman. She posted in a Facebook group, a mastermind group that we are both a part of, that she said, hey, there's this NFT you can buy. And for everyone that buys the NFT, they're sending um, a package, like a seven-day package of, of, um, of food and, and resources to our troops in Afghanistan. Uh, and for those that don't know, I, I was a government tr- contractor for nine years. I did three trips to Iraq, two to Afghanistan. I did not serve. I did not have the, the privilege or the courage to serve. Uh, and, and one of the things I, I missed the most um, from those days was actually my ability to work with the amazing uh, military members that you know are in our, our society. And, and shout out to you know, any military members that are listening, or if you're a family member of a military member, uh, we appreciate your sacrifice. But the reason I bring that up is that's how the first NFT got brought to my attention. And I will tell you, what I did was I went onto the website and it said I needed crypto. So I went on to Coinbase. I created an account. I transferred my money over. I clicked buy. I knew that I was contributing to Afghanistan and I forgot about it. Three months later, someone sent me a message and said, Brian, I want to send you your first NFT. Do you have an NFT? And I said, nope. I've never had an NFT before. And they're like, well, you need to go create a wallet. You need to set up on MetaMask. And I went in to set up MetaMask and it said, you already have an account. And I was like, I already got an account. How the hell do I have an account? And then I opened it and sure as hell, that first NFT, that Afghanistan NFT, the, the um, you know, sending the stuff to Afghanistan was right there in my wallet. And the reason I use that as an example is because that's going to happen to many of us, right? Like my first NFT, I got it because I was told that my money was going to be put for good use and that's all I cared about. But for the other NFTs, as we start pushing forward, before I'm spending my money, I'm figuring out everything from, is this an NFT that I'm going to need to hold on to for a couple months to get the value from? Is this an NFT that is being launched by a massive community and is going to have a lot of buzz? Is this a community that's being launched by a brand which might flake out and not care about this project uh, in three months? What is that going to look like? And so I'm here to tell you that the more research you do upfront prior to getting purchasing an NFT, the easier your decisions are and the, the way to ask, answer that question of, what do I do now? 
But I will also say there are going to be times like I had where you were just kind of gifted an NFT or you were given an NFT and you're like, cool, thanks. But you don't really understand like what is all what is all going on there. And, you know, and some NFTs are just the photo, right? Like the picture. And for those that don't know, like, you know, Board Ape Yacht Club um, and CryptoPunks originally, I don't believe either one of them had any utility other than this is your profile photo, right? And CryptoPunks was was a free NFT. You didn't even have to pay for it, right? And now they're selling for millions of dollars. And it had no utility. Now, of course, they've built some utility and things underneath of it now. But I will tell you, the research that I'm doing, those four hours, that eight hours, it makes my decisions with what I'm going to do with the NFT afterwards pretty easy. I have some NFTs that I know that when I bought it, I'm going to hold it for six months at least because there are enough benefits along the way that I'm going to... be able to participate in. And then whenever I I believe, you know, kind of it's starting to, you know, get headway, then it might be able to have some more benefit, right? You guys remember I talked about, you know, the, my favorite brand, um, uh, right now in NFTs happens to be Playboy. It's the, the Playboy Rabbitars. If you guys look at my profile photo on any social platform right now, I have a Rabbitar as my, uh, my profile photo. The cool thing about the Rabbitar is that not only do we get access by holding it to the Discord, but we get access to discount merchandise on Playboy.com. When I was in New York City at the event, I got access to a party that only those that had the NFT were invited to. So I was invited to a Playboy party because I held that NFT. That is the utility. And so just like that, like the previous example, if I, you know, I minted the, the Playboy uh, Rabbitar NFT for 0.16 ETH, if I sold it today for 0.16 ETH, I would have made a profit. Let me say that again. If I, I bought it for 0.16 ETH about two months ago, if I sold it today for the exact same price, I made a profit. And you're asking yourself, why? How? Well, I've been able to network in their Discord, connected with two people. One of them has already um, decided they want to hire me to speak at one of their events. The other person, I believe, will become a really good friend of mine for years to come. We, our world should have just been connected early on. I was invited to that Playboy party where I was able to bring one of my uh, partners and friends, Drew, with me to that event who he ended up buying a Playboy Rabbitar while we were at that event. And Drew happens to be the person that's working up, working with me on my team to launch these NFT projects and to do my marketing. And so the ROI of these NFTs, the return on investment, the value is not simply in the dollars that you buy it for or the ETH that you buy it for, or the Solana that you buy it for, and that the Solana you, you sell it for, rather all of these other components. Because if you're only in it for the flipping of to make the dollars, I suggest you play in crypto. Crypto does not have any utility. Crypto, you buy it for how much it's worth and you hope to sell it when it gets to its height before it drops off. There is no other, you get no other benefit from holding those, those coins. Now, if you have an ADHD coin, which everyone who listens to this show, you guys know that this show is powered by, uh, super powered by the ADHD coin over at Rally. It's a coin that I launched in March. Uh, when we launched, the coin was 34 cents. Uh, last week, we, we reached our high at about $6.78. Um, I had a good friend of mine who put in uh, $300 way back when because he said he, he just believed in me. He didn't know what he was doing. Um, and then he kept, re- kept putting his rewards back into his coin. Um, and his account right now is worth a little over $10,000. Um, 
$300 investment. He was reinvesting the things that he gets every week uh, for holding that coin, and he has about $13,000. Now, that is kind of an extreme example because he jumped in, I believe, when the coin was like 56 cents. But that could be the you know very similar if our coin right now, um, because of the market kind of fluctuating, we're at about $5 at the moment. Um, if that coin, or when, let's not say if, when this coin um, reaches you know $15 or $18, what can that do for your investment? But here's the thing. That's just like crypto. If you're holding my coin, you get access to my Discord. You're going to get access to merchandise merchandise drops that I'm not going to post out public. The other thing is you can actually use your coin to purchase the NFTs that I'm launching this weekend. So you don't even have to have cash or you don't even have to have um, crypto to buy one of the NFTs that I'm launching this weekend. And just the other caveat of this, for those that haven't heard me say this before, in the last 45 days, I've given, given out over 12,000 US dollars worth of ADHD coin in my Discord. Doing airdrops, doing giveaways. I did some matches where if someone bought uh, up to $200 in ADHD, I gave them a, a, an additional $200 in ADHD. I've given away 12, over $12,000 of my coin, right? This isn't, this isn't someone else's coin. I wasn't, you know, this is the coin that is in my wallet as a, a way to thank my community. But also it's this idea that we are the rising tide lifts all ships, right? So the fact that when the coin goes up in value, we all of us benefit, but you also get to participate in the community. You also will now be able to participate in this NFT project. And so that's how I look at this entire world of this whole space. Now here at the end, here's what I'm going to tell you about buying and selling NFTs. If your goal is to short-term flip, what I mean by that is to buy an NFT and hopefully sell it within the first five to seven days or even week, in you know, one week to two weeks and make that quick money, more than likely I'm not the person to follow examples of. Now, I have sold some NFTs at that, that shorter rate, right? And I will say I've, I've been successful at that. A, a couple of them I 4X'd, one of them I 8X'd um, on my value. But when I'm looking at considering an NFT project to put my money into, I'm not thinking about what are, what are the things that it makes up a great NFT that I can make short-term money on. I'm doing things like, and I call it my trust score, right? So I'm calculating a trust score. I've kind of built out my own little matrix. And, you know, I want to know, I, I research the founders. I look at the roadmap. I look at the utility. I look at the artwork itself. I look at how reliable the, the, you know, the support system is around there. I even go into the Twitter feed of the developers and the founders and go back a year in their Twitter feed just to see what they were talking about, making sure that they weren't racist or they're not misogynist or they're not, you know, Baltimore Ravens fans, uh, you know, hey, I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. My, my daughters don't wear purple on Sunday year round for a reason. So, uh, you know, sorry, sorry, Ravens fans. You can still hold ADHD coin and we can still be friends. Just, you know, just know that, you know, that's how my Steelers feel. But I put all of that work in because I'm thinking beyond that initial, like, you know, one week, two week. Now, I will tell you, I have some really good friends that their entire strategy around NFTs 
is quick flip flipping them for small, you know, building up, you know, a small bag, right? Starting with, you know, you have 0.1 ETH and flipping over the first week to get the 0.4 ETH with the goal of getting like a much bigger NFT at like 1.8 ETH. Now I'm going to bring a couple of them on the show. Um, one of them is going to be on this podcast next week. I'm very excited about, and he's someone that this year alone has made over, I think he's over, I mean, he'll, he'll tell us the exact number, but over a half a million dollars this year flipping NFTs. But he will also tell you the amount of time that he spends doing that and the amount of times that he has to decide to make a quick loss so that he can get the liquidity so he can buy another one and try to flip it. And so this whole episode, I know it's a little bit of a longer one for our daily show here um, on NFT 365. But first of all, I'm excited about you guys are now going to be a part of this project, this Mint 365. Everyone who who purchases an NFT this weekend will, and it, there'll be well, hopefully, well, if they sell out this weekend, they sell out this weekend, but I'm not really, I don't really care if they sell out. Honestly, I believe so much on this project that if they don't sell out and they go up in price between now and January and people that, that finally see the light in January have to pay a little bit more than those that believe in this project today, I'm okay with that. I have no problem in that, in that, that arena. I have no ego here. And honestly, if they don't sell, I just get more of the revenue from a project that I'm, I care about putting all of my blood, sweat, and tears into. And, I, and I, I, I'm not afraid to say that I bet on myself. I am, I am very confident that I will not only deliver, but if we fail along the way, if, if all of a sudden the market crashes or if something happens, I will guarantee this. I don't guarantee much. I will guarantee that I will not stay down. I will not stay in a, in a state of failure. I am one that I am, I am never worried about failure, not because I don't believe it sucks and not believe it because I don't believe it hurts. I believe both of those things. And I think we oftentimes forget to remind people that, you know, when we say those silly things like, you know, failure is a necessary step, uh, you know, to uh, success. Well, you know what? We have to remind people that, you know, failure can sometimes suck and can take a lot longer to get out of than what we kind of realize. But with that being said, with that in mind, the thing that, that, makes me not afraid of failure is because I know I will never settle for it. So no matter what happens with this project over the next 365 days, I will, I will guarantee that we will not fail in the compass of not delivering and not providing value. Last but not least, I would just put this out there. Like, you know, I am, we are launching the NFTs. This is a project, you know, so far this month, you know, we're, we're buying our 27th NFT today. Um, we've spent a little over 7,000 us dollars, um, in minting the NFTs and then another $4,000 or so, 3,000, like $3,800, um, in gas fees, um, to purchase these NFTs. So we're going to be spending, you know, anywhere between $10,000, $14,000 a month, buying these NFTs every single day, all the way until November of next year. Every person that buys one of the NFTs that I, I'm selling this weekend are going to be able to have access to that, that Airtable, access to all of my analytics. You're going to be able to help vote and even submit projects that you find or you discover. You can buy along with us. If, if we've already been donated for whitelists um, for upcoming projects where they came to me and said, Brian, anyone in your community, because they are buying in on your Mint 365, we're going to give them um, free, uh, you know, we're going to put them on our whitelist for our NFT project coming up. And, you know, if anyone is interested in that kind of partnership, uh, I'm not going to get paid to, to shill or hawk your product um, or your project. I just, I refuse to do that. No one project is worth jeopardizing the trust and authenticity that I've built my my brand around for many 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 years and you know speaking is my my full-time uh, you know revenue generating part of my of my business but what I will say is like 
if you are interested in that, in that kind of concept where you want to take care of my community and get them on a whitelist or get them the ability to mint early or at a discount, you can feel free to let me know. It will not, it will not help us, you know, it will not uh, weigh in our decision on which project that we actually decide to use. But I just want to close out this episode by saying this, I promise, I guarantee, I promise that I am going to over deliver in every way possible to the 22 people that buy the founders NFT and the 365 people that are buying the, the super fans pass. And this is the, this is the, my goal is that when we get to November of next year and we start looking at the maybe 1 million, maybe 4 million, maybe 14 million, I'm not, I'm not, there's no guarantees here. I'm not saying that's how much we're going to sell it for, but I do have high hopes and I do, I will say, um, I, I do have a high bar and the bar is pretty simple. I want to sell it for $11 million and 11.11 is my, is my goal here, right? I'm a numbers guy. How cool would it be to sell the first of its kind project on 11, 11, 22 for $11 million? I'm, I'm all in on that. I love that idea. And if that happened, everyone that holds one of the founders passes would get 1% of that $11 million. So just put it out there, but it also could sell for a hundred thousand dollars and we would lose money. So and none of you lose money. I would lose the money, but I, I say all of that to say this, that when we get to November of next year, before we even sell the NFT, the, the mosaic version of it, I am going to do everything in my power to make the investment that you spent, even if you bought, because you can buy multiple uh, of the super fans passes. Maybe you bought five of the super fans passes for $365 each. So maybe you spent about, you know, you know somewhere around, you know, $1,600, $1,700. If you spent $1,700 and November 1st, of next year, you don't feel like that $1,700 that you spent on those NFTs was of value to you, I will have failed. Because I want to believe that when we went and go into November next year, the value, the time that I'm going to commit, we're going to do a virtual event every single month, all 11 months next year. We're going to do a full virtual event. I'm going to have a friend come with me and speak. We're going to do a kind of, it's going to be a couple hour virtual event uh, once a month that only people that have the NFT um, can get a part of. I will also give away some ticket, uh, some um, access to those that have a, a certain amount of our ADHD coin. But to me, that's where this is all comes down to, right? And so NFTs are not just a JPEG. They're not just art, but their, their value beyond that requires a commitment to everyone that is involved in these projects. I've never felt that more than with this idea of doing an NFT every day for 365 days. I'm a little worn, uh, the research, the, the time, and I'm excited that I'm going to open up this new Discord channel and everyone that has the NFTs uh, can come in there and they can help me research projects. They can suggest projects that we should keep an eye on because right now I'm doing it as a, as a one-man show. And I will tell you these, 20, these first 27 uh, NFTs, which will end up being the first 30 NFTs, they might mean a little bit more to me, but um, they're also going to be a little bit more painful for me because they're the ones that I've, I've done all of the, you know, kind of my own due diligence. And there's some, been some people that have, um, have shouted out some projects to me and given me some ideas. So I'm not uh, neglecting that at all, but that's what this is all about. And so 
It is much more than the dollars and cents. As I said, if you're just looking for that quick flip or, hey, I want to buy something for 400, I want to, in a week, turn it into 1200, um, you know, go play in crypto. If you want to buy something for 400 and you're hoping to have the next Board Ape Yacht Club and you want to, ha- you know, make 100x on your money, first of all, you have to hold it. So many people sold those along the way when all of a sudden they were offered $12,000. And, and most of you know my story, right? I have a, a Mechaverse. Uh, I was offered 8.8 ETH, which at the time was about $34,000 for that NFT. And I decided bef- long before I made, got that offer that I was not going to accept it, that I wanted to hold that NFT until January of next year because I wanted to pay out on some of the utility. The floor price on that NFT right now is 1.2 ETH. Like most people would look at that and say, I lost 7.6 ETH um, there, which is a lot of money. But I, did, I don't look at it that way because I didn't, I didn't lose money I didn't have. And my strategy was already in place before I got that offer. But what I, the reason I use that as an example is that if you're trying to hit that gold mine, you, you might be better, luck, better playing the lottery. Or if you're going to go for that, you're going to have to be committed to understanding the utility, playing in the discords, being a part of these different communities. Last but not least, most of you know, I also launched a uh, Facebook group because, you know, I didn't have enough going on. Um, I know for so many people reached out and said, Brian, love what you're doing. I can't believe you went all in. You're a little bit crazy. I, I guess I probably am a little bit crazy. And, and I, don't, I don't mind the word crazy as someone that is neurodiverse. Um, my, my brain is beautiful and it's super powered with ADHD. But um, they, they said, Brian, I love all of that. But I, I want to learn NFTs. I don't want to learn Discord. And I said, oh, I understand Discord can be a little overwhelming, although I will tell you, I've created four videos now that are in our Discord. So if you've never used Discord before, or you've been overwhelmed by Discord, just do me this one favor. Jump into our Discord and just watch the videos and see if I help you kind of maybe lean into Discord. But let's say you're like, no, Brian, I'm not gonna learn Discord. I also launched a pop-up Facebook group. And the reason I called it a pop-up Facebook group is I didn't wanna be held to keep the group around for a year but I'm going to keep it around for many months, probably three to four months. And I'm posting things there in the group, answering questions in the Facebook group. All you have to do is search NFT365 in Facebook. It'll pop up. You'll see the same logo that you see here on the podcast. You guys can jump in the Facebook group, invite any of your friends in there. No questions are dumb except for the ones that you don't ask and the ones that you could solve using Google. Uh, sorry, it's just the truth. Um, but I'm posting you know, video in there. I plan on going live once a week um, in the Facebook group uh, to answer any of your questions. You know, I believe that this, this NFT movement, this NFT experience is life-changing. And I don't mean that just in the fact of life-changing in helping people make money. I believe it's going to allow artists to finally feel like they're they're valued and they're going to continue to make money long after they make their first sale. I believe it's going to connect worlds like we've never seen before. When I was in New York City for NFT NYC, I've never seen a more diverse audience of age group, background, skill set, knowledge, uh, entry points. Some people were gifted a board ape and all of a sudden now they have one of the most popular NFTs there are. Other people that were that had no idea what it was, but they watched um, the the you know, the 60 Minutes uh, interview, or they watched when Jimmy Fallon interviewed Beeple um, about his selling of his NFT for 60 million and they went there. I do believe that this entire movement is about decentralization. It's about giving the power of community 
and the power of sharing value transparently and without limitations or borders back to the creators, back to those of us that are part of the communities, those of us that are doing great things. If you are someone you know, that, one, that believes in this idea, you know, I, I focus on the harmony between technology and humanity, and I believe that's what NFTs are enabling. It's why I've moved all in. I've changed so much of my business and my life to be committed to this space, but not just committed because I believe it's going to make my life better, but I am very committed to the fact that I believe if you take an open mind approach to this, NFTs are going to fit into your life in one way or another. They're going to fit in all different ways. You know, our cars are going to be NFT. Our, our houses are going to have a, a twin NFT component. The next designer handbag that you buy is going to have an NFT component on it. Because why? You don't have to worry about knockoffs anymore, right? If you, if you buy a designer handbag, the person that has a knockoff designer handbag will not have a blockchain transparent receipt and uh, proof of ownership um, that exists. Therefore, when someone is trying to buy it, they don't have to worry about buying a knockoff. And I just use that as an example. And so I am all in on this space because I do believe that it is going to change our futures. And, and hopefully you're going to come on the journey with us. And, you know, if you can't afford to, to you know, purchase ADHD coin or one of the NFTs right now, jump over to the Discord, jump over to the Facebook group. I promise I am not one that says, if you're not paying, I'm not, you know, participating. For everyone that knows me, like I, I operate from this idea of show you care. I, I believe in caring, you know, is the, is the greatest way to be noticed. Caring is the greatest way to make an impact. And if you can, you know, you want to come a part of this and you want to buy one of the NFTs um, this weekend or you want to buy uh, one of the founder passes, there will be only 22 um, founders passes and there'll be 365 um, NFTs that will be uh, rolled out this weekend. Uh, make sure to jump over to Discord or just send me a, uh, you can send me a DM on uh, any of the social channels. You know, I am iSocialFans uh, everywhere and anywhere. And uh, with that, my friends... I, I wish you a great day, and I will close this episode by saying the, the line that I used to say for my other podcast, but it kind of fits here, is that um, let somebody know today that you care about them or that you appreciate them. I will tell you, every person that's messaged me, you know, we, hit five, we had 15,000 downloads, we're almost at 20,000 downloads. Every person that's messaged me and thanked me for this podcast, every one of them have made a difference to me. And so my challenge for you is not to thank me, but to thank someone in your life Show them that you care about them. If it's someone that posted something on Instagram, go into their comments or send them a DM that's thought-provoking, right? Like, look at their life and, and just let them know that you appreciate what they're putting out there, the life that they're doing, but what they're doing to impact you. Nobody right now, nobody in the world will say that you care too much. And you'd be pretty amazed by simply letting people know that you care about them, how much of an impact that will make on others, but also on yourself. Cheers, my friends. Advice, so do your own 